If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, Little Debbie just debuted new strawberry Swiss rolls as the latest flavor in their cake rolls. Second, if someone making your food were sick, would you want them to wear a mask? I'd want them to call in sick. <laughs> in a, yeah, that'd be even better, right? Yeah, I uh, understand the hourly economy they can't afford to, but... In-N-Out Burger has banned masks for their employees in five states, saying they want customers to see their smiles and facial mm. features, and they'll make exceptions if you get a note from your doctor. And finally, in the world of food, this is a crazy cookie recall. Trader Joe's has recalled their almond windmill cookies and their dark chocolate chunk almond cookies for a full refund. You want to know why? Why? They may contain rocks. I'm thinking it's got to be from the almonds, like maybe when they're sorting the almonds, but I don't know how it happened. Anyone that's ever bought cookies from Trader Joe's knows there ain't a cookie left. No. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. Like, what up? Now I'm Googling, what happens to rocks turns, in the digestive right. system Turns out of the we human? ate all the rocks. <laughs> well, we've got all our minerals. <laughs> Maybe it's like something you should eat for colonoscopy. <laughs> no, you don't have kidney stones. You have Trader Joe's rocks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Coming up in just a minute, you know that feeling you get as a parent when someone catches your child doing something good? Hey, you know that feeling as a mom or a dad when someone catches your child doing something good and praises your parenting? Best feeling in the world, right? Uh Well, there's this little boy that's gone viral because he walked up to somebody's ring doorbell and decided whoever was living there needed a pep talk. You can tell he's with his buddies in small town USA, but we don't even know where this happened. There's always going to be somebody that cares about you, and you're a good person. No matter what people say, you matter. He has the wow. gift of encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> what a kid. He said, there's always going to be someone that cares about you. Aww. And like his buddy kind of like is a little like, eh. and Snarky he's like, in the background. don't, don't listen to it. Just don't mind him. I just, I know you need to hear this right now, whether you're a guy or a girl I'm here for you, and I, I think you need to hear that. It was the cutest thing. And then you heard from behind the door, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but the kid's not deterred. He just no. went to the next door. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if it caught on? Like you gave, they gave it some kind of name, like reverse trick-or-treating, where it's like ring encouraging. You just go to yeah. up all, all these ring doorbells and just start encouraging people. Uh. When we first got our ring doorbell, every we were all doing that because we oh, knew really? every we knew everybody was looking at their phone the second they got the alert. So we'd look in it, and make faces or whatever. Kyle mm-hmm. would get ridiculously close with his nose. <laughs> it was really funny. So let's talk about this. When people catch your kids doing something right, like that ring doorbell caught, we'd love to hear uh, from you. When did you you get a compliment about your kids? And you're like, all right, I'm doing something right. We're talking about those times you get a compliment uh, on your kid's behavior, and it really makes you feel great as a mom or dad. And by the way, if you if you see a mom or or dad out with their kids and their kids are really behaving well, don't hold back. Go ahead and compliment them because That's it advice, means yeah. the world to them. Mm-hmm. They may be have been working on something. They might be at a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And the kids behaving great. And it's yeah. like the first time they've ever behaved great. You know, and you go up and tell the parent, hey, your children are so well behaved. It's really good to see. They might, you might walk away and they might go, see, see, we told you. Um, so anyhow, I just encourage you to encourage other people. But here's where it usually happened with our kids. 
child goes to friend's house for dinner or something or sleepover. Okay. They come home and the parent is like, your, your little Amber. Oh my gosh. She helped with the dishes. <laughs> she cleaned up afterwards. She... She she made everybody's bed. She swept our driveway. <laughs> You're like, like, who is this child? What? what? <laughs> I, I can't get her to make her own bed. Yeah. And she's like cleaning your house while she's there. Oh, and she was so polite and helped with every, everything was yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. And no, sir. And you're yep. just scratching your head like. Oh yeah, yeah. That's our that's our Amber. I've seen the uh, the opposite view of that because I had I have eleven nieces and nephews, but two grew up real close to me. Yeah. And if they spent the weekend with me, like when mom and dad were at a marriage retreat or something, um, I my sister be warning me like this is going to happen. They might fight about this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And then she'd get back on Sunday after the weekend. I'd be like, um, they were angels, and she's like, what? <laughs> it must be my calming presence. <laughs> it's my my power of antihood. Right, it's my it's my anti aura. <laughs> it calms everyone within a twenty five foot radius. <laughs> Meanwhile, the dogs gnawing on your sofa in the background. <laughs> well, it doesn't work on dogs. No, <laughs> just on people. We'd love to hear from you. A time that uh, somebody caught your kids doing something right. Hey, Connie, it's Kevin and Taylor. We're talking about those times that your kids got praised uh, for good behavior. And you're like, all right, I'm doing something right now. Your story, you moved from Georgia to California and you went to a parent-teacher conference and got some praise from the teacher. Uh, My son and my daughter's teacher came up to me and were just praising my children because of their manners and their politeness and everything Aww. and I I kind of told them I said we're from Georgia it's an unwritten law you gotta say ma'am and sir please <laughs> thank you and they were just so impressed with my children oh that's great I love that story good job mom yeah that's the best Way feeling in the world thank you it, it's southern pride yes ma'am <laughs> y'all, y'all have a good day and be blessed Taylor, New York City, the Big Apple, they've had enough of people skipping paying fares to use the subway. I had no idea people weren't paying their subway fares in New York City. Oh, to the tune of, you ready for this? $600 million a year. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So New York City is like, "Uh uh-uh, we want that money. So what they're going to do is they're going to use AI and surveillance uh, equipment to catch people that are fair jumpers. Now, I, here's what I'm wondering. If somebody's like, usually when you see fair jumpers, there are people they hop over the, the little turnstile thing. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know, it happens in movies all the time yeah. and stuff. If someone's that nimble and athletic, how are they possibly going to catch them? <laughs> <laughs> I, unless they've invented some type of thing on AI where they can chase them down, how are they possibly going to catch those people? Yeah, and like, does it become like a weird um, security thing? Like, privacy thing like all of a sudden like how do they determine okay that guy let's say it was you that guy with the long hair and the double tattoos on each arm that guy's the one that's jumping over but then how do they find you like right how do they is it d you know dna is it how do they know that's kevin camera i guess i don't know but the whole thing there the bottom line like i always say follow the money $600 million? Yeah, we need to crack down on that. Coming up in just a minute, if fostering or adoption is big in your family, you are going to love this story. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! 
If fostering or adoption is big in your family like it is in mine, you are going to love this story. Little six-year-old Harvey lives in North Carolina with his foster parents, Megan and Brian. He had been living there several years, and when he got home the other day, his parents sat him down for a little chat. There's something special that happened yesterday. Harvey is officially adopted. I'm adopted? Yay! (laughs) I love you so much. He was jumping up and down. He was so excited Hmm. about his forever family. When the truth sunk in, he just started cheering and had to go up and hug mom and dad. (laughs) That's great. At first, he's like, really? Really? When you've been married for a while, you kind of get into a pattern. You feel like you know that person so well. And then all of a sudden, they super surprise you. And you're like, where did that come from? Hmm. We're going to talk about that next. It's kind of funny when you've known someone a long time, whether it's a good friend or in this case, my spouse, my husband, Glenn, you just kind of feel like you get into a pattern and you just know this person and like, you know, you get in a fabric of life and it's great. It's awesome. But you just, it's kind of hard to surprise each other after you've been married a certain amount of time and you live with that person every single day. And so the other night, my husband really surprised me. I was like, who are you right now is the sweetest thing. Um, My sister was hanging out with us. We had gone and done some shopping and she came over and we grabbed some dinner and we were eating and we had finished dinner and I think we were um, contemplating eating something sweet. We're standing in the kitchen and the doorbell rang and I said to my sister, I go, oh, that's um, that's my Amazon package. I ordered some silicone rings because you may have heard Kevin and I are going to Uganda with Cure International and um, and to see the great work that they do and then bring you the stories back. And they had said in the little like advice for the trip, don't have any outward signs of wealth while you're there. So I'm going to leave my wedding ring at home. But I thought, oh, I'll get myself a silicone ring that I can wear. And the next thing I knew, my husband had grabbed the package off the front porch and brought it in. And he got down on one knee and handed me the rings. <laughs> It was so sweet. Like he was asking me to marry him all over again. And my sister caught it. She got a picture of it. I thought that was the sweet. I was like, that's so sweet. Who are you right now? It's like (laughs) very unexpected and very, very sweet. Can't believe you did this in front of my sister. You got a picture, right? (laughs) 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 That went down. Did you post the picture? I'm going to. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, Glenn, what a sweet gesture. He goes and grabs those rings and he proposes all over again. (laughs) Gets down on one knee to hand them to me. He didn't actually like pop the question again, but it was still a really sweet gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very romantic. So, um, but it is interesting. You you guys were on the kiss cam a few weeks ago, right? The hug at your, cam at your favorite baseball yeah. baseball team. I'm trying to get on the kiss cam, but so far we've only do made it on the hug cam. They still do the kiss cam. Oh yeah, they still do huh. it. Uh huh. Huh. Okay, because um, uh, I would think like that would be that would probably not happen. The sweet gesture at the front door, but Glenn does not like to be on camera, right? Oh no, or- he was mortified. I got us on the hug cam, and I think I figured out how to do it. When they started to play the song, hugs, 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 mm-hmm. da, 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 I started like hugging him and like dramatically like yeah. shaking him around. He's like, stop. You know, I don't want to be on that hug cam. Next thing you know. And I let go and just sat there. And then all of a sudden, boom, the camera was on us. You should, since you you have friends uh, at the ballpark, uh-huh. uh, you should say like, hey, 
I want to do something with my husband. I I want to re redo our vows on the jumbotron. Oh gosh! And wouldn't that be great that I would be the one surprising him? That would be epic. <laughs> He would not be happy. <laughs> He'd be fine with redoing the vows, just not on a grand, what, a stadium full of 49,000 people or whatever it is. That'd be awesome. That'd be uh, great. And he if, would not be happy with me. Right. And that's how we wound up in counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Had the best of intentions. <laughs> what makes dogs happy and healthy? The answer may surprise you. Having peer social companions, in other words, living with other dogs, positively impacted a dog's health. However, the presence of children in the household had a negative association with dog health. Why is that? Because they pull their tail. <laughs> yeah, and then they said because pet owners are more focused on their kids and their dogs, which is, of course, you should be. But I, I just don't agree with this study. No. Usually I'm like, oh, they got something, but... We, when we had two dogs, Alex and Jackson were so in love with each other. We thought for sure, like Mm -hmm. she would be devastated when he got bladder cancer and went to heaven. She loved being the only dog. No kidding. She loved it. Our dogs, I believe thrive because, because they're in a pack, Mm -hmm. Uh, like particularly Marco. He, he's a part of a, he's part Padenko, which is a Spanish dog. And our friends told us, Patenko needs a Patenko. He needs another Patenko. And sure enough, when we got Artessa, they are two peas in a pod. And as a matter of fact, my daily Marco was of them today. And I put, is this a recreation of Lady and the Tramp? Because they look like the two dogs, like their expressions towards each other look like that. It is fascinating. They're drawn to each other, the same breed, whereas not a greyhound or one of the other dogs that are in the family. Yeah, well, but they all, all five of them, I mean, we'll walk in and the Marco will have his head rested on Lucrezia's back. Or something mm-hmm. like that. They just, I, so I don't, sweet. or maybe it's just what they know. You know it's what pack I mean? Animals, None of them yeah. know anything different than being, being, but in our experience, four kids, we had six dogs at one point. Everybody seemed relatively happy. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the day. You try to keep up on the latest relationship terminology coming up. Why you need to be aware of ghost lighting. If you try to keep up on the latest relationship terminology, you're going to want to be aware of ghost lighting it's when you disappear get called out for it and try to claim you weren't ghosting them you were just really busy and it's not always just a dating thing it's sometimes a friend's thing too like instead of telling a friend you don't want to hang out anymore you ghost them and when they realize it and call you out and you claim oh work's just been really nuts and it's just been super busy so hmm. sounds like honesty in relationships is the best policy <laughs> have you ever, than ghost lighting. Have you ever done that? You ever done that? Broken up with a friend? Yeah. Like, I don't think I have. By ghost lighting? Have you ever been ghost lighted? Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I have, actually. You don't have to name names or say, say who it is. I but, mean, there's some people, they just have so many friends that yeah. they just don't have time. Yeah. But... Yeah. I'm always I always scratch my head when there's not some one person has 900 BFFs like every day. Oh, had dinner with my BFF. Oh, had lunch with my BFF. I'm like, How many BFF? Well, some people are just friends. And then I mean, best friend implies singular one person. 
But well, how can you have a hundred of them? The people I know that have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. they live in the same town where they grew up. So they've got hmm. friends from high school, college, career. Like it's, they've yeah. got a big community around them. I got you. Whereas a lot of us, like me and you, we move away yeah, from where but, we grew up. Uh, like my wife and I say, we have four kids. We just made our own friends. <laughs> <laughs> We took them wherever we moved. Relationships are weird enough to begin with. Now we're labeling everything. What is it called? Ghost? Ghost lighting? Ghost lighting. Where you just kind of let a friend drift. You, you'd you say no over and over and over again to stuff. And when they ask you, like, did I do something? Are we not friends anymore? People aren't necessarily honest. They go, oh, Spain, oh, how busy. Yeah. I've just been really busy. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? And how do you handle it? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Cheryl, we're talking about this thing in relationships that they're saying is happening now called ghost lighting, where uh, someone just keeps like saying no to invitations. I don't know, have lunch or go to a movie or something like that. And they get they, And when confronted, they give an excuse like, oh, no, I've just been really busy. That can be painful. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wish someone would just tell me. Yeah, I feel the same way. It would be nice for them to be direct and honest with you. But unfortunately, by them ghost lighting the way they do it says more about their character than about me as the person that they're ignoring. Yeah. And this has happened with friends and it's happened with family members. Mm, and no it's kidding. extremely heartbreaking. Yes. I remember who I am in Christ. I yes. remember that I have worth with him. And if they don't feel that way, they don't want to have a relationship with me. Then I go on to the relationships I do have that are meaningful and are special and spend my time with people who actually want to spend time with me. Yeah, right. and it, you're so right, Cheryl, that at the core, you have to find your identity in Christ. Because if you find your identity right. in your perceived perception that people view you, it's going to be very fleeting. Yeah. Right. And, and and they're human. Who knows what hurts they have going on. Yes. But yeah, I have to stay grounded in that. Find your identity in Christ and get a doll. Yes. <laughs> and I have both. <laughs> <laughs> All good. It's Two really sources good. of unconditional love. I like it. All right. Thanks for Absolutely. calling. We'll talk to you later, Cheryl. We're talking about this new phenomenon. It's called ghost lighting, where relationally somebody will uh, they'll just keep turning down invitations to hang with you. And then when confronted, they'll deny and say they're really busy. But you really know, know that they're not. You know where that's happening? Where I see it happening just because uh, one of my daughters uh, has applied for a ton of jobs. It happens with job applications where they'll be like... They could reach out, contact you, you give them follow-up information or whatever, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll be back in ch- touch tomorrow. I can't tell you how many times she's waited for that phone call. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot and when they you just, apply for jobs. And they just don't do it. Which they you wouldn't think it would happen nowadays with people desperate to hire people. but Well, the thing that gets me is just the... When, when I was in a position as a program director of hiring, I would anyone that applied, I would get back to them. And I would either say like... I would just be honest. I would say like, hey, you're not really what we're looking for here at the radio station if I had a job opening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think you'll do great in, you know, some at, at other formats. Yeah. yeah, I did the same, like w- with hiring a promotions assistant. I would say like, thank you so much for applying. We've already filled the position just so they can have closure. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it's like it's under the, the job description of decent human being. You just get back to people when they reach out to you and say, hey, do you have any openings? Or, hey, I heard you did have an opening, Ken. I'd like to throw my hat in the ring. You just let them know so they can get, they can move on with their life instead of being like, ooh, I think I might get it. I think I might. So yeah. I see it happening with with that. And this is for, like, you know, entry-level jobs that probably wow. have high turnover. They're just not getting back to people. 
And I, I get it. Everybody's super busy and I don't know, you're trying to run a business and do the hiring and you're a one man show if you're a manager. But it means a lot to people when you get back to them, even if the oh, answer yeah. is no, it means a lot mm-hmm. to those people. They can move know. on and focus right. their energies elsewhere. Right. So what do you think? Would you love if one of your side hustles, your other streams of income ended up letting you quit your day job? There is a guy that did something that he's going to quit. That's it. It's working that well. So here's the deal. Kev, if one of your kids wants to replicate yours and Tracy's wedding ceremony and get married in that castle in West Virginia where you got married, Mm -hmm. they can then add on a honeymoon in an Airbnb treehouse in West Virginia. (laughs) Yeah, there's this guy, his name is Will Sutherland, and he built a treehouse on his property. And during just the first year of rentals, he earned $30,000. Wow. And it's so successful. His wife helped with the finishings. It's real fancy schmancy inside. Mm -hmm. Uh, It comes with free firewood to build a fire in the fire pit. Um, You have to use a shared bathhouse because Mm. this was so successful. He converted an old school bus and you can stay inside the school bus, but then you got to go use the shared bathhouse. Uh-huh. And, but people love it. They want to spend the night in a treehouse or a school bus. And so much so that Will's quitting his day job. He's done. <laughs> He's going to just be in the Airbnb. I wonder business. how much it is per night. Uh, it yeah. It says it the, um, the treehouse, depending on the season, like I'm sure fall is prime mm-hmm. in West Virginia. It's anywhere from 160 to $250 a night. Wow. For a treehouse. You get the same thrill as pitch a tent in your backyard. <laughs> You'll get the same experience. It just, it like sounds romantic at, at first glance, but then you picture like you wake up in the middle of the night. It's like raining in the fall in West Virginia mm-hmm. and you got to climb down the ladder to the bathhouse or right. there's an, a bonus outhouse you can use. You had me at shared bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. But hey, kudos to Will. He's yeah. he's making a living he off is. of it. I don't know about you, but I think I have a, a healthy balance. I'm, I'm looking forward to heaven, but but while I'm here, I want it to last as, and be as, long, be as healthy for as long as I can, live as oh, yeah. long as I can. So I found the list, Taylor. I know you are so going to want to know these. They say if you do these eight things and you do them consistently... You can add 24 years what? of healthy living to your life. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I'll, I'll share the list with broccoli? you. Probably. I'll share <laughs> the list with you next. Okay. I know you want to hear this. They say there are eight things you can do. And if you do these, this was, by the way, from a CBS News report. So it's not like one of those weird, uh, you know, doctors claiming that he's found the elixir of youth. And if you just order his potion for $99.99, you'll live forever. It's not one of those weird things. This is like legit. They're saying you do these eight things, you can add 24 happy and healthy years to your life. 24? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of them, some of them are easy peas and you're like, oh, no problem. I got that. Like, uh, no smoking. Like I've never smoked my entire life. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. That, so that one, check that off the list. Uh, being physically active. Okay. I can do that. I, I, I try to stay physically active, get exercise, you know, most days. Um, be free from opioid addiction. Apparently that's like drastically dropping life expectancy. When I broke my wrist, I didn't take any, I just took, uh, Advil and I think Advil and Tylenol and then some other anti-inflammatory. They're going to get harder as we get closer to the end here. Um, do not regularly binge drink. 
Got no problem with that. I haven't That's had a drink easy. in <laughs> over 25 years. Yeah. Have a good diet. Oh. That can be harder. That's really hard. I love pizza so much. That involves making good decisions every day. And I love cho- <laughs> pizza and chocolate are my favorite. All right. I told you they're going to get harder. Uh, okay. Have positive social relationships. Having good sleep hygiene. Oh, Meaning man. like getting enough sleep. In radio? Well, not just us, but anybody. Okay. Any like Mom and dad, like a newborn? Forget it. When you have a newborn, you're not getting any sleep. Okay, and then here's the last one. Managing stress. <laughs> How are you managing stress? Uh, managing yeah, that's stress. Tricky. No, what helps me manage stress is trail running. Hmm. When I'm out in the woods, it's like yeah. But here's how that release. here's how that works, right? You go for trail runs, and then you have a, you have to drive home. And by the time you go for a trail run, you got to sit through traffic. <laughs> traffic True. causes stress, right? So it's like you do something to to release the stress, but in doing that, you create more stress. I think mod, modern life. I mean, we don't have life threatening stress like our ancestors did necessarily on the daily, but we have all of these little things that stack up over and over, like. Oh my, they want my password. I don't remember my password. What's my password for this? This is the one that needed 15 digits. I always do eight. <laughs> right? We've got all these little things that, that cause us a lot of stress. So if you just do those eight things, apparently you're going to live 24 more happy and healthy years. So we're going to check in with our producer Griffin in just a minute. And Kev, I'm wondering if you're going to be able to relate to this because it's something uh, Griff's dog, Henry, is doing that's annoying him, and he said it's a sign of having a dog in these times. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> a dog in 2023 <laughs> yes. is different than in the past? I okay. guess so. We'll find out why next. Griff's jumped in the studio with us, and Griff, your your doggy is having some modern problems. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, dogs typically, if someone's at the door, someone knocks or you know rings an old doorbell, the dog might bark or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or if commercials oh, yeah. come on and yeah. they ring the doorbell, my dogs go nuts. Well, we have one of those doorbell cameras, mm-hmm. yeah. And if anytime there's any type of motion, you know, pretty close to the door, I get an alert on my phone, and it makes a little noise. <laughs> That's it, right there. <laughs> Any so this happens, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. it won't even be a person; an animal will come by, or a car will drive by, and that noise will go off on or my if phone. If you're out mowing, right? It does it. It goes yeah. off, and if multiple I'm, times if he's out mowing, yeah, yeah, yeah. over and over. <laughs> well, if Henry's near my phone, my dog Henry, if he's near the phone and just hears that noise from the alert, he loses his mind. He's been conditioned <laughs> no. to know that means something's going on outside. So he uh. barks like crazy. And then the other night, it happened like at midnight. <gasps> I think a spider or a bug crawled in front oh, of the camera. No. And this alert goes off at midnight while we're dead asleep. And he starts barking. He jumps up and like he's going to protect oh. us. And like, oh, Henry, chill out. Come on. It's so hard to teach a dog, though, that there's a right. spider. Like right. he just hears danger. Right. And I got to right. protect my family. Exactly. Like, Thinking, I'm such a good boy. <laughs> I'm such a good boy. Oh, you're annoying. <laughs> Hello, it's Kevin and Taylor. What's going on? Hey, I was going to, I heard um, uh, the story about the dog reacting to the ring. Yeah, the ring doorbell sound effect. Dog goes crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. My phone is never, uh, it's always on silent. So I just have the like the, the vibration to let me know when I've got a notification. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a little pit bull. She's the smartest dog I've ever seen in my entire life. She knows the vibration. <laughs> no way! Man, dogs are yes. smart. 
Yes, and I've got a puppy, and now she's learning. The, she's teaching the puppy how to be neurotic. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I got to go in and change all my notifications and change everything off of the vibration. Oh, that my God. So but I just, funny. I, just, I, just, I, just, I think you can get a kick out of that. That is <laughs> I love hilarious. It. I love it. 